Hey, we're back. Hello, Hello everybody. Hey. Wonder how many times I'm going to end up saying, "Hey, we're back." Hey, on these back. Uh, we could just take clips of just you saying, "Hey, you're back," and just do like a montage. I, you know, I used to worry about changing it up. Uh, like I thought, I don't want any catchphrases or anything. But then I'm such a, you know, I, I say the same things all the time, and then I stopped fighting it. But then I would try to change it up, and now I'm just like. Who cares? I'm just going to say the same thing every single time. Uh, I think there were some episodes early on where I didn't didn't do that, but who knows? It's the comfort of you know the familiar, mm-hmm. right? That's right. I don't know if anyone is comforted by hearing my voice first thing when they start a podcast, but uh, uh, so I guess it doesn't matter what I say. Uh, it's still not a pleasant experience for anyone. Like, yeah, oh, that I mean, guy. that's the chief reason I don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good point. Good point. Uh, speaking of that, I should I should mention that we got a note from Amazon, and our podcast is now on Amazon Podcast. Sweet, yes. Yeah. So Bezos is going to slip us that cool billion. Oh, at least we've been yeah. waiting for. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's worth at least that. Um, just, uh, you know, the IP alone has got to be, you know, a billion. Yeah. But, uh, no, he, uh, well, not him. He didn't personally (laughs) send me the email. uh, (laughs) If he did, I mean, (laughs) I would hope we'd have a good Patreon. Oh man. (laughs) I would feel so cool if he did. Uh, no, it did receive a note, so it should be out there. And I don't know if anyone, I I don't know what Amazon's plan is. Hmm. Um, but I know they are doing, they have a new, uh, subscription model for audible and some things. I don't want to promote them <laughs> any more than I already have <laughs> other than to say, if you get things from Amazon, we might be there now. So, um, welcome to episode 30. Wow. How's that feel? Long time coming. Long time. Just hitting our stride. Our careers are taking off. Yeah. Got a couple kids. Couple kids. Minivan. Uh, things are looking good. Uh, oh, I've got cats meowing outside my door here. That's another part of being 30, I guess. Can't hear it. It's fine, man. Start yeah. appreciating naps, I think. Oh, yeah. A good half hour power nap is mm. like a whole new day I, after that. I still don't like naps. I'm just not a napper. What? No, I end up feeling weird afterwards. It's, it's not for me. I, rare, I rarely, rarely nap. Well, and you can't do it during your job. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> that would be awkward. Ted's job specifically. Yeah. <laughs> You're your probably napping for the wrong amount of time. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, even a, a short power nap doesn't do it for me. Like I, 15, I, you know. 20 minutes? Mm-hmm. Really? Yep. Okay. Don't yeah. like it. Once the dog starts saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to cuddle in here, time out, we're gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Off to La La Land. When winter comes, I come home for lunch, and the cats pile on me uh, mm-hmm. because they want to get warm, and uh, then I get warm, and then I'm out. And 15 minutes later, I pop up, and I feel like a million bucks. So maybe it's the cats you're missing. Maybe. Or the dogs. Or the you dogs. Have dogs. You have a dog, a little pup, right? Yeah, I got two dogs, so. Yeah, oh. throw them on your lap. Tell them to start doing their job. I know, right? 
Winter is coming. And they look at you and go, job? <laughs> thought I was doing my job. <laughs> right. Uh, I dogging the best I can. Yeah. Nap whenever. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Just, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in. Yeah, Not in my, a plane though. Not in a plane. I can't sleep on a plane. So I try. Dad was an excellent napper and could yeah. nap anywhere, anytime. And I could never figure it out, but I hit a certain age and then it just started happening. And it's like, I'm, I'm not going to fight it. It feels pretty good. It's like a superpower. Yeah. Well, maybe once I get old like you, Jerry, I'll <laughs> <start to> nap. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, you say how old? Uh, wow. Ooh, I don't Buddy. know if I'll ever get there. Jeez. Um, yeah, no, it's... I think uh, I'm older than you, actually, but yeah. I don't know. I I definitely look and feel older than most <laughs> people I know, so... Um, we are, we're here for episode 30, and uh, we sort of left off in a weird spot last time. I didn't know where to, you know, I'm so bad at these uh, cliffhanger things. Like, I want to, like, build some suspense and excitement, and, oh, Brokos is going to climb a wall, I guess. Uh, yeah. So, I've been biting my nails all week, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody wants uh, to know what's going to happen to Broco, so I don't know what you're right, thinking. Like right. that's twenty feet up in the air. I don't know what's <laughs> covered in vines. Are you kidding me? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, We're uh, fresh out of carabiners. What are we going to do? <laughs> yeah, you did use a lot of your uh, what are those uh, things called to try to jam the door at the beginning? I can't we remember. Pittens. Pittens. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, you're, you're about to scale a wall, I think. And that's where we had to leave off because we're trying to keep these things to about an hour. And I think if you would have progressed farther, you would have just kept on rolling through and that would have been fine. But, you know, Brokos, your mom would be so disappointed in in you if she knew you're about to scale a wall. Like this is what she told you not to do. Feared. Maybe I'll become the third eye raven. So, <laughs> uh, a little uh, falling Game down of Thrones a life goals humor here. Yeah. So I'm gonna spit on if we're. Ge- oh no, 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 we're not really ready yet. I'm sorry. Oh gosh, no. Oh, we I'm have, sorry. Like, the most I feel thing to do. I was gonna creep here and back into the shadows here. Yeah, yeah. That no, no. That's that's dead. fine, Brokos. That's that's fine. <laughs> so Alar. Uh, we have all gathered here today to hear your recap. Uh, <laughs> Dearly <let's> beloved. Alar <laughs> <clears throat> and the challengers faced off against two massive minotaurs, ending their reign over their artificial maze. They continued through the labyrinth, finding their way to the second level, the Great Khan's Garden. Will they find a giant atop their beanstalk? Find out on Dungeon Patrol. Uh, nicely done. Nicely done. I, I don't mean to give you such a hard time. Uh, uh, your recaps are probably the highlight of this uh, whole podcast. But if we could just what, stop it, right after it and call it a... We, we don't need to do that. You know, I'm fine without doing that recap. Like... Yeah, I'm just I'm excited for when I can go and like cut out all your recaps, put them all together in one episode. <laughs> the montage, the montage oh, at the end of this whole thing, and see if it all makes sense. Uh, that's what I'm 
Just really so, so like yeah, so it's just like just one bonus episode of all the montages, and then <laughs> yeah. you can get the get the experience of oh, listening to the whole scene. That would right? be so painful yeah. to and listen down. to. I couldn't do that. Maybe throw a little <laughs> oh, music in the idea. background. Yeah, yeah, that would be pretty cool. Alar's uh, <laughs> <laughs> done giving recaps now. Yeah, I'm out. Put, we'll put a pin in it for now. Is that what they say? Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll listen to a whole, uh, re, you know, recap from your wife, Jerry. Like she did a, a lovely job for a season. So I would listen to that, but she, she has this voice. Like, um, yeah. she, uh, I've heard her do it more and more on these, um, you know, now that everyone's using zoom for everything and a lot of her work meetings are over zoom and, and she, when she has to repeat something, um, she has this voice and she just puts it on and then she goes back to normal speaking mode. And I just, I just have the one voice that's super annoying across the board. And that's all I know. That's all I can do. You you have the old man voice Mm -hmm. and you have the sort of maybe a woman voice. Mm -hmm. And and the uh, pubescent. (laughs) Yeah. You you do that one really well. Uh, Yeah. Oh, and Hick. Remember, it was like the all the guards we kept coming across. Oh, yeah. We haven't heard yeah. that one in a long time. So, I, I felt it was probably offensive to some it people. It probably was. Uh, it probably was. Yeah. Oh, no, so, uh, no, Jerry, I grew up in the South. It's fine. Go ahead. <laughs> it's Go ahead. I feel like Ted is really doing this, like, oh, shocks, I don't really want this. But what would Alar think about having a montage of his highlights? Yeah, I know. I, I, try, to, I try to live up to Alar, but... He's pushing oh, me beyond right. my comfort zone. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's sometimes fun to do that. Be pushed Taylor a little bit. Saying, uh, where do I sign the dotted line? You know what? That's where true learning happens. That's right. Right, your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I've probably grown more actually uh, doing D and D than I have anything else. Uh, speech class did not help me prepare for this moment. But playing D and D, sure, that that's probably helped. Uh, so there's a lot of value here, and I've heard lots of stories from people talking about how D and D has been great for their kids, get them out of their shell, and everything. So I think if you uh, have a, a child who struggles with some of that social interaction, D and D is a great way to absolutely yeah, it is. introduce yep. them. I wish I would have started playing younger, but I didn't. I'm a I'm a late bloomer, so. You know what, though? Let's not undervalue the importance of play for people of all ages. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Very true. So, speaking of play for old people, that's my cue to get this show on the road. Uh, and, Brokos, I think you were about to roll yeah. an athletics check. Well, I'm going to spit on both of my hands, rub <laughs> together, or also called casting guidance on myself. Mm, good idea. Um, and then I will roll this athletics. Everything oh, depends on this roll. Yeah, well, isn't it the truth? Aha! I got a D4, a four, a D, so I got 20. Unnatural 20. Nice. 16 nice. and a 4. So, you guys see Brokos just, you know, clamber up this side of this wall, um, grabbing onto vines, finding all the little footholds in the stone, um, and he manages to make it up just like he was a, a spider. Um, you've seen him do that before in spider mode. Now he's doing it in Brokos mode and making it look just as easy. And Brokos, mm. 
Near the top, you manage to grab the edge of the opening. Your fingers push through the dense foliage, securely reach through and grab the opposite edge of this opening. Mm -hmm. So you're hanging there kind of precariously about 20 feet above the hard floor below. Mm -hmm. You see bright light, bright light coming through the gaps in the vines and leaves that your hand has made as you shoved it through. And so now you have a choice. You can either try to haul yourself through this opening, uh, climb through it um, somehow, or you can spend around clearing the vegetation. And if you choose to do the latter, I'll ask you for another athletics check. I am going to slowly climb up to the next level. Okay. So you're just going to climb can, through. Well, yeah. I'm just going to try it's head first, right? I'm mm-hmm. kind of climbing like that. So yep. I kind of want to pull myself into it to get a visual first before I pull myself completely through. If that's Is possible. it up or is it over? Like, is it like a, a right. doorway across through a wall or is it a, a trap door up into a different room? It's a, a kind of over a wall. Okay. So I kind of wanted to, if I can get my head, if I can get a visual first before I just plunge myself through. Okay. If that's possible. So yeah, you'll have to pull yourself up and kind of wriggle your way through the vines and everything. That's that's the part that makes this a little bit difficult. Okay. But you push, manage to push yourself through, and you feel slight tugs on your armor and clothing as you scramble up and shove your way through some of the vines and things grabbing onto you. And as you look, you're momentarily blinded by the light bright light and a blue sky and like a sun overhead and you see a slight wobble in the sky right in front of you and i'm gonna have to ask you to roll uh a dex check right now dexterity save yeah 19 19 nice. so you see something happening right in front of you, and you are so quick that you manage to duck just in time to avoid what appears to be like a giant hammer that came swinging through the vines. So all the vines get shoved out of the way and broken, snapped by this heavy object, and you duck just below it. I'm going to go back down. Um, to kind of, you know, I'm just going to get back, go down back to them. Cause I know what at least is there. So I, I'm not going to continue to go. So I'll try to kind of slowly curl back down the vines okay. and so, get back to where they are. I do have a question though. As I'm doing this, does this, this doesn't look like a, this looks like a forced entrance, correct? This doesn't look like a natural place. Someone would come through. Uh, it, it kind of does. It does. Uh, okay. It probably hasn't been this overgrown in the past. Sure. What you imagine. So this this thing that just fell down, as it passes through and clears out some of this uh, foliage that's been blocking this, uh, this uh, gap at mm-hmm. the top of the wall, um, you can see that it's it's been painted like a light blue. 
you know, that's why when you were kind of half blinded, Uh, you saw this blue thing. It looked like, um, hazy patch of sky headed right toward you and you just reacted instinctively and got out of the way. Um, but as you look at it, you see it's like a big stone, uh, sort of wrapped in what appears to be burlap or something. Definitely a trap. Um, it's uh, tied or strapped to a large wooden pole. In the side of the pole, mm-hmm. you see uh, carved in it uh, the words Nova's Hammer. Okay. So does he scamper back down? Is that what's happening? I think he was scampering back down. Yeah, yeah. But you guys obviously see this through as it, you know, clears out some of that vegetation. Um, So it hammers down through the... Kind of swung down through and into this gap. More of a scything blow or... Uh, Would have been a straight on blow. And if he hadn't moved, it would have clocked him in the head and probably knocked him off the wall. But he's too quick for that. Well, I'll come down and and tell them exactly what I saw. Repeat, uh, this is obviously an entrance, and there's trap sets to it, but this is the way someone was to come in. Uh, You can either clear it, or I don't know if you want to go check for traps, or we can – the ceiling is stone. Mm, All right. But through the wall itself, could I get an idea how thick these walls were? Uh, you climbing over it, I guess. Yeah. You were able to grab the opposite side. So it's, you know, I, I've sort of imagined this like a cinder block kind of wall and you grab the other side okay. and uh, pulled yourself up and this thing came slamming through, but now it's yeah. just hanging there. Okay. Um, well, before we go too much farther, I, I have important news. Um, so <laughs> each of you get 106 gold. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And 143 silver. Uh, okay. Very difficult to calculate. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I almost died, but thanks. Um, <laughs> but Craigar solved this algebra problem. <laughs> wow, I was doing that took, it. Yeah. That took me like 20 minutes. You have no idea. He was, just counting, going. he was just counting coin while I was doing this. Um <laughs> Uh, so uh, I don't know how you want to go about this. Um, we, I would say that possibly clearing this out might be an option, or if it's just that only thick as a cinder block, we might be able to force our way. All right. Yeah. So I, I, I'm having a little, honestly a little trouble visualizing. So this whole floor we're on is just like two paths, a dead end. Right. So we had a T intersection. Yep. We've got a wall in front of us. There's a, a doorway up, up, up there that we have to clamber up and crawl through. But there's like nothing else on this floor besides these dead end halls. Well, we don't know what's on the other side of the wall. Well, I thought it was the actual wall of the, the structure. Like we're going up another level now. No, it's a wall within no. the structure. We yeah, crawl yeah. up it's and over. It's the top of a wall, basically. Yep. So the um, the vine covered i mean the vine walls are that are encasing us are they stone or are they hedges uh there are hedges on either side of you when you walked 
to this point. And then you came to kind of this T. Yeah. Um, So stone walls covered by like ivy vines. And so you're kind of crawling up, up this wall to, I wouldn't say it's a doorway, just like a window, Um, a gap at the top uh, where all these vines seem to be sort of heading towards and where a little bit of light came through. And And there was, there's ways to climb up it as well. I mean, it was, there was obviously like ways to climb up it. So it looked like it was built for an entrance. It's built for an entrance. Yeah. What if I try and just hack through one of the hedges? Those are Um, on the side. What? Yeah. We're facing the, the front is a wall. Yeah. But even just hacking through the hedges, what's on the other side? Yeah. What's on the other side of the hedges? That's a good question. Yeah. You would find more stone behind the hedges. Okay. Yep. Well, um, we could. They, I could. There's a stone labyrinth that we're apparently in, mm-hmm. with a stone ceiling, except for this one spot. Nope. The ceiling no. is is all stone. It's just a window in the wall. Yep. Yeah. Window in the wall. So, so imagine, either... imagine we've got a big, big room, and someone built built a wall, leaving a hole at the very top of it. So uh, we don't know what's in the rest of the the big room. Jerry, just... I'm going to look for any kind of levers on this wall. Anything on this wall. Okay. Try to me. Uh, you Besides that. Don't find any levers, any okay. sort of mechanisms. Um, but as you, as you look up, you do see that the, this trap that you triggered mm-hmm. did clear out most of the vines that were <clears throat> growing up and covering this okay. window. So um, let's slash window, through. I'm sorry. Is the window at the juncture where the, the the one perpendicular path intersects with the other one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's try to clear out. First of all, let's clear all of this out. Well, Brokos, we, why don't you use your flaming spear? Spear. Because I really spear. don't want to waste a spell slot spear. on it. <laughs> so, but I will. I will burn it because I can just. I can just do that the one over and over yeah. again. No yeah. problem. Okay. Set it. Set it on fire. Let's just get it out of the way so we have an easy much easier time to get in and out and, and we can either tear, tear down the walls or we can try to get through this as a cinder block or we just go through uh, yeah. the trap has set been set already because so far the greenery is just decorative because it's, it's just actually, over it's overgrown at this point yeah. so i just say we go through it's yeah. just an entrance so can i go ahead and try and and uh, firebolt this stuff yeah all right i do i do that so you uh, Cast your spell, uh, the vines sort of, you know, burn up and wither totally normally. Some scorch marks on the wall, but now you can clearly see that, um, you know, there are handholds, these ridges, um, very slight, you know, but enough that a skilled person could climb and pull themselves up through this hole or this gap at the ceiling and uh, through to the other side. What are the dimensions right. of this gap? The gap is approximately 10 feet wide. Okay. So and about wide. three feet high. So everybody can fit through. Yep. All right. So I, I want to throw a firebolt through the gap. Okay. So you throw another firebolt through the gap, and you think you see it kind of like it disappears for a second, but then there's like a... It obviously hits something. There's an impact 
and um, where you where you once saw kind of blue bluish haze, there's now like a little stain there. Just a little stain. Yeah. Whatever magic's making that glow. Yeah, there might be. It might. It's not a real sky. There's something that it's using as a illusion. Uh, uh, I'll scamper up and go through. It's not a. Just wait your turn. (laughs) So whatever I hit inside was not flammable. No. No. All right. You might have just hit stone. A backdrop, or yeah, or something. Um, but whatever it was didn't didn't burst in the flames. You burned a hole in the green screen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the Truman Show. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, uh, kind of is. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a that's a very good analogy. Yeah. So go ahead and uh, let's. We might as well go through. I don't. I think that we were maybe overthinking this. If, yeah. if I was in the DM spot. <laughs> Yeah, I like it because I don't have a lot prepared beyond. <laughs> we want to take another forty minutes. That's fantastic. What color is the ivory? Was it what <laughs> species of ivory was it? <laughs> All right, I, I'm going to climb. Okay, so roll me athletics. I'll tell him to look for traps. Yeah, look for traps. I got a ten. You got a ten. Okay. So you start to clamber up. Uh, something happens. Maybe it's too many coins weighing you down or uh, well-seasoned pots, whatever it might be. You uh, sort of slip when you try to put your foot up and, and fall back down to the ground. I look around, just checking. All right, I will go. Just <laughs> just stay out of the way. Scorch marks. <laughs> the scor- the, all the fire must have made it so- the slippery slip. Oh, yeah, yeah. So did you, is it athletics or acrobatics? Uh, athletics. Then that is a 23. Wow. One-handed. Uh, Tris goes <laughs> she just jumps to the top. Uh, so, yeah, you clamber right up without the vines there. You find all the footholds and grab onto the other side. This um, hammer thing is just a big stone, basically, when you get up there. And it's tied to this pole Someone, you know, I don't know, as a joke or what, carved, you know, Nova's hammer on the on the shaft of this pole. And it's just there, just a kind of a crude trap, other than the fact that, you know, they obviously took pains to paint it so you wouldn't see it um, as it uh, flew towards you. Um, but you're able to kind of push it out of the way, climb through, uh, and you're sort of straddling the top of the wall now looking through and you do see this intensely bright light coming from some place uh, in the ceiling and this, the roof of this structure appears to be, um, you know, because of the scorch mark left by your firebolt, you can see that it might be another 20, 30 feet above you and that the whole structure seems to be kind of like domed or arched in some way. Uh, mm-hmm. A little bit shorter on the sides, uh, higher in the middle. Um, and let's see. You, to the right of your opening, you see a thick brown rope that's held back by a rusty iron hook that appears to be embedded in the stone. Uh, Down below you, you see a fetid pool about 25 feet across 
murky water covered in green slime and a thick layer of lily pads. You can try from this point to cautiously lower yourself into the stagnant water, wade or swim to the far side, or you can try to Tarzan your way across using the rope. The opposite side is about 10 feet higher than the water and covered in a thick green turf. Mm. Well, I start by shooting a firebolt into the water. All right. So you shoot a firebolt into the water. It hits and makes a splash and a sizzle and some steam comes up, um, but nothing else happens. So I did not disturb any creatures when I did that? No, no. All right. I, I, I call down to everybody and say, it, it is safe. You can come up now. I mean, we can't all fit up there, though, can we? It's 10 feet wide. I'll follow up. Okay. Okay. Uh, athletics checks for everyone who's planning on uh, climbing up there. I'm 19. Up. 19. Nice. Boo. I'm glad they showed you how to make it. <laughs> I'm going to cast another guidance, so spit in my hands again and do the same thing. Okay. Because why not? <clears throat> I'm going to make another attempt. <laughs> He's still... Ten. Help? help? Uh, I, got a, no. <laughs> I got a 14. Okay. You managed to climb up and, uh, you know, would you take 12? Up there. What? Would you take 12? Yeah, I would take 12. Okay. Oh, you're sweating and... Hair stuck to your forehead. And I'm not going to lie. I was watching this whole we, thing. We grab you entertainment. and pull you up. Yeah, grab him by the, by the collar of his shirt. Long so embarrassing. Up. I'm glad there's not an audience here. <laughs> but you're, you're so buff, Alar. Yeah, you're incredibly ripped. But that's um, all I'm going it's, on. It's, it's just gym weight, it's right? Just basically, <laughs> it's gym muscle. Yeah. Uh, I, so. I, I tell my group that I, I'm going to swing across. I will need you to make sure that you catch the rope so that you can follow. I'll get it. All right. So I will attempt to swing across to the other landing. All right. Tarzan yell included? I will, or? I will uh, cast guidance on you. So okay. it's a D4 to your roll. There it is. And is this athletics again? Uh, I would say athletics or acrobatics. I would I would take either. I will I will do athletics every time. Oh yeah, that is a with, with the guidance. That is a twenty five. Twenty five. So wow. you manage to grab the rope from its uh, little uh, hook, and uh, you brace yourself and swing your legs over to the other side of the wall. And you're holding on to the rope and kind of gauging the distance and everything. And you start to swing and everything is going fine. And it's cut short when the rope suddenly gives way. Uh, Your momentum carries you close to the far side, but you land with a mighty splash and four feet of murky liquid. As you submerge into the filth, you feel feel a sharp pain in your side. uh, Hidden spike or oh. flesh doing one point of damage. That's not sanitary. 
No. It's yeah. disgusting. It's an infection. Let's see if it's disgusting. Waiting to happen. It sounds septic. So it said, did the rope snap? It was another trap. Um, could have given it a couple of tugs, maybe, and see, but. Uh, Watch for traps. You're thrashing through the water as you're trying to, you know, unimpale yourself from the spike. Um, disturbs something below. And suddenly, a massive, misshapen head bobs to the surface. Greenish flesh and bulging, lifeless eyes stare at you, and you realize it's already dead. A closer examination reveals a partially eaten corpse of a giant toad. Half of its body is still impaled on a jagged metal spike just below the water's surface. So I'm going to use those metal spikes to try and get myself out of this water as quickly as possible and up onto the ledge. All right. Mm. So you get to the opposite side and you find handholds built into the side to climb up the 10 feet. And you climb up wet, stinking, and sink down in the plush grass. And as you stare up at the blue sky and the blazing sun overhead, you realize you can see this blinding orb is slowly moving across the surface of uh, the ceiling overhead. So um, the, it's grass and soil, right? Mm-hmm. On their side. Um, I was one. could I take, I'm going to mold earth and just fill that trench. It's a cantrip. So I'm just going to fill that trench with dirt and grass. So where's the water going to go? No, I'm just going to make it mud. Okay. Okay. Try to, can you do that much? I mean, it's 25 I can do, feet across. Uh, well, I mean, I could, I mean, it's a cantrip, so it's just five foot, five foot, five foot. Otherwise, I don't know what else we're going to, unless you want to just lower down into the goop. I, I think that was the plan. Okay. Or, uh, so, I mean, where, the, uh, where no, the I, I get it. Was, was attached to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there like a big hook up there or something? Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. it's well out of reach. The um, hammer, though, is in front of us, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. How far away from it is it from us? Uh, I would say right now it's just a couple of feet. Um, Maybe we should tie a rope to the hammer. and. Well, yeah. Isn't the yeah. hammer on like a wooden beam? Mm-hmm. Does Use it, the hammer as the... I mean, the way we that, get across that, like, yeah, does it the whole beam like move? Is it kind of like an arm? Like a, uh, it is like an arm. Yes. Because if if we do acrobatics, I'm going to be better equipped for that. Yeah. Okay. So would it? Uh, yeah. I guess can we grab like grab onto the hammer and try to push off and use that to swing over? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you could try it. Because it's big. It's a big. Yeah, it's a big. Like, I'm right, into, uh, I can try first off. if you'd like. Okay, okay. I'm going to cast guidance on him. This is exciting. So another, uh, whatever is it, plus a D4. Is it, oh, so I'm going to use acrobatics. Yeah. Um, that rolled well. So that will be a 24. All right. So you lashed the rope to the stone hammer. Um... And you're going to try to push yourself off and swing to the other side. Right. Okay. So you uh, successfully 
tie it off, grab onto your end of the rope, and you brace yourself against the wall, and you push off, and you feel some resistance, like there's some kind of mechanism in place on this hammer keeping it kind of where it's at, but then the force of your push makes it release, and you swing across very gracefully, waving to Triss as you fly overhead um, and land on the other side. Aha! (laughs) (laughs) Give her a big smile. (laughs) So the hammer is still swinging freely, and your rope is still attached to it. You think if you gave it one big pull back and let it go, that it should uh, carry across to the other side and maybe right. even lock into place again. So All right, I will try to send it back to my comrades. All right. Don't smash it into us though. Yeah. Watch out. He's so, not that strong. No, that's true. <laughs> you first, Taylor. I insist. Gladly. I will cast guidance on you. Sweet. Okay. So that would be a 19 total. Uh, okay, so you managed to repeat the same thing. Uh, you have to give yourself a, a good push to uh, get off of this wall and break them, uh, whatever mechanism is in place on this hammer, and you swing across and land not quite as gracefully as uh, Kragar, but still respectable. Nice. Much more done. theatrically, Jerry. Yes, mm-hmm. you had a loud ta-da at the end. Yes. You landed. You landed it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did a flip. Nice. All right. Okay, Brokos. Send it back. To All Brokos. right. I I will uh, also cast guidance on myself one more time, and acrobats definitely works for me. Aha! For him. Uh, that is even without guidance. It's a twenty-two. So Ooh, nice. Nice. So you managed to do the same thing, pushing off from the wall. Swinging across and a little flourish at the end as you try to, uh, you know, outdo your uh, uh, teacher there, uh, Alar. And uh, it's not a competition, Brokos. Stick the landing, and uh, the hammer is just kind of swinging. I don't know if I, Jerry, I think I might have been more passive about aggressive about that. I think I might have landed just on purpose, like landed and do nothing, just kind of wiped off my myself and just kind of kept on walking <laughs> like this. Uh, that, I mean, anybody can do that. Yeah. Anybody can flip and, and land. Yawn at the end. Yeah. Well, if your band <laughs> thing doesn't work out, you guys can join the circus. <laughs> Sometimes like, crowds to, are like a circus. To clean this wound for me. Uh, I, yeah. I can do a medicine. Need... Yeah, I can okay, do, yeah. I've got an herbalism kit. I can do a medicine check and, and, Stop. Does not need healing. I just wanted to. No, but medicine. Medicine is just a check for, and with the herbalism kit, it would heal any kind of like infection. I would imagine. Grother. Yes, that's a yes. good. So yeah. that is going to be a sixteen on a medicine check with my herbalism kit. All right. So yeah, she the puncture wound she had was not not very deep, mostly superficial, um, but uh, you can you manage to clean out the wound, uh, and it looks. Um, like it should heal up nicely after it's bandaged, and so that is, should be fine. Okay. Yeah, but... you probably don't have tetanus. Probably <laughs> fine. Probably. All right. 
So, you guys land successfully on the other side of this uh, pool, this stagnant pond uh, that's now behind you. Uh, Triss has been bandaged up, and she stands up again, and you guys know now that nothing is as it seems in this place. It's part of an elaborate illusion, uh, part of it mechanical, part of it magical, real plants growing inside year-round. You know, it would have been Arvig's dream to find something like this. But this place hides dangers. Not knowing what's coming next has you on edge. You walk across and find a stone landing with steps leading down to a courtyard. From your vantage at the top of the stairway, you can see a dizzying maze of hedges ahead. The entrance to the maze is blocked by iron bars. And as you approach, you get the feeling that you could bend these bars and squeeze past them easily. But upon closer inspection, Brokos pulls you to a stop. And he says, look closer. And he points out small barbs on each bar. And what's more, the bars appear to be glistening from a coating of some greenish jelly-like substance. Beyond the bars, you see a stone plinth sitting along one wall, and a bronze lever sticks out of the pedestal's smooth surface. How wide are the bars? The bars are about, uh, I would say, um, 12 inches, 10 to 12 inches apart. How, how tall is the gate? The gate is about uh, 10 feet. Can you uh, do your little rat trick and go in and pull that ladder? It's not a track, but yeah, okay, it's not a trick, but <laughs> <laughs> it kind of is. Uh, well, Mage Hand would be so nice throughout now, wouldn't it? <laughs> or this um, is where you move Earth, you could, uh, you know, yeah. dig underneath. That's true. Is it dirt underneath? Uh, this is stone right here. Uh, oh, convenient. Yeah. yeah. By the hedges, though, is it all stone? It's all stone, right? Uh, the hedges? Yeah, what? around, like, the, the, the side. I mean, is it a hedge ma- maze? Is it a hedge maze? Yes, it's a hedge maze. There, there are stone walls, and then the hedges are kind of at the top of the wall. So, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, how far away is the lever? It is about, uh, I would say, 10 feet. So can I try to lasso it? Uh, you certainly could. I'm going to try it my best. Um, I'm going to tie a rope up, like in a loop, and just try to you know, throw the part of the rope and then you know, get it over the lever. Okay. I'm going to cast guidance on myself. Do it. What, what skill would it require? Uh, I would say just a, a dexterity check. Okay. Someone like, uh, how dexterous are you, Rogue? More dexterous than me? Yes. Um, hey, actually, that's a really good idea. Can I borrow some of that linen real quick? Yeah. You could have it. You don't need to borrow it. Uh, I mean, okay. <laughs> so I, I'm going to get next to the bars and then like wrap the linen around my like shoulder area. Okay. And and to kind of wrap my arm so I can safely put my arm through the bars. 
Okay. Basically, so I can kind of press against the bars without exposing my skin to the bars. Sounds good. And then I'm going to go, reach. because I can reach 10 feet. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> do, my, do my spring arm, which I still don't understand exactly how that works, and <laughs> grab the lever. So, Spectre Gadget arm. <laughs> okay, I'm just trying to imagine this. I don't even know. Uh, uh, okay, yeah. This so, out from the elbow. I'm just going to go with it. Um, I'm trying to think of how. <laughs> it's one of those things you just you need don't to look think out about for. Yeah, too yeah. hard. Yeah. Um, so you wrap up your arm. These barbs are really sharp, um, coated with something you probably don't want in your body. Um, but you're taking great pains to do that. And I believe that you do it successfully and you somehow just barely managed to grab onto this, uh, this lever, uh, or maybe with the aid of, you know, his, uh, lariat that he fashioned, you managed to snag it one way or another, you get it and you pull the lever and the bars start to retract. And I'm going to say, roll me a dex check to see if you get out from these retracting bars before they rip through that linen. Sure. All right. All right. Um, yeah. 13. Sure. You starts to pull at the linen and cut through it as the bars immediately start retracting and you jump back and, uh, you know, get away all the, jelly covered linen away from you and throw it on the ground and yeah, I just toss it aside, toss it aside. And the bars sink down into the ground below. So the path is clear. Well done. Craigar. Yeah. Should have said 15 feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You won't make that mistake again. Oh, I'm sure I will. That's the thing. Uh, those weird arms. Um, so you uh, can enter the maze if you wish. Okay, so we have some elevation here, so we can kind of see over the uh, top. You did at the top of the stairs, so you kind of walk down a stairway to a lower courtyard. Um, but while you're at the top, you could just see that there, you know, were it, it appeared to be a maze. Not enough of a angle for you to tell. Oh, if I go left, right, whatever. I mean, so how tall, like how tall are these hedges hedges and how tall is the room? Um, The actual wall, the stone part is about eight feet tall. And then there are probably four to five feet of hedge on top of it. So I, at this point, I will turn into a giant spider and crawl up the hedge. Okay. To the top. All right. So, there's so I'd a have bit of my legs on both sides of the hedge, <laughs> just hovering over you guys. Okay, there's a problem with that because obviously oh. they're not. They thought of this. They they thought of this. Yeah. So there is a um, there is a little railing at the top uh-huh. um, that is covered with those same barbs. The same. Oh, okay greenish substance 
Um, why don't you, well, you're the guy that rolled a 20 perception at the start of this thing. So yeah. I'm going to say that you noticed that. You have a passive to 16 too, so. Yeah. You managed to crawl up and straddle the sides where you notice that there are all sorts of barbs and things. I mean, I'm immune to poison. So. Right. Okay. So it's an option for you, probably not an option for anyone else to. So I was kind of. I, to you, DM, was just going to get there and lead the way because I could okay. be able to see. Just to scout. Yeah. Just to scout? To see above you, and you guys can just should be Perfect. able to. If I'm above the hedge, and if I'm a giant, I mean, if I'm a I'm, I'm large creature, mm-hmm. I should be able to, the elevation, I should be able to see at least. Well, you yeah. should be able to get to the ceiling. And there's yeah. many, many eyes. Yeah. So right. many eyes. This, that's what I was thinking. The, the ceiling, too. I should be able to crawl up the ceiling to the top, too, because I can crawl like, the wall. Like to either side of the right. palace, just turn back and go, because there's not a hedge there, right? Is the gate closed? Uh, no. No, it's okay. not. I'll do, I'll do that now that Craigar says it out loud. What are you doing, idiot? Go on the ceiling. Because, <laughs> yeah. Only more mean. There's a gap between the top of the hedge and the ceiling. Then, yeah. Right. Like so I will, can I get over to the wall and start climbing up the wall? Yeah, if you go back, yeah. uh, probably the easiest way for you, back up the stairway, yeah. um, through the grass, over to the wall, and eventually you do run into a wall, and you climb up the wall, and the ceiling is like a gentle kind of domed surface, and you can climb up there. Okay, and I will climb up to where the, I'm above them. All right. So you are above them. Yep. Um, and I'm going to drop down a web just so they can kind of follow the web. <laughs> Don't touch it. Uh, well, they can touch it if they want. I mean, they want, <laughs> I'm not going to touch it, man. I, they, I, could, I could pull them up so they could be up top, too. They could see above, too. Oh, yeah, that'd be fun. Um, it's riding along. I wish you guys have against with spiders. I mean, imagine I, all the giant flies I'm going to be able to destroy. Like I, I, I was thinking about going ahead and just yeah, getting a a nice ride through the yeah. through the maze. It's fine. So you guys are making one way or another. You're making good progress through the maze. Yeah. When you first notice it, the smell of rotting flesh. Fearing the worst, you begin to approach every corner with extra caution. Uh, Brokos, leading the way, doesn't seem to see anything out of the ordinary or doesn't give you, uh, maybe doesn't have a way to alert you. Um, but he's still marching along, leading you guys. Um, but the smell, hard to ignore. Uh, finally, you make one last turn before arriving the center of the maze where a large tree stands in the middle of a square space, providing a deep shade for the entire surrounding courtyard. That's only slightly made strange from the rapidly moving artificial sun overhead. And with this shifting darkness around the base of this tree, you takes you a while to spot them, bodies. Mostly just rotten carcasses at this point. You can still make out their forms, A pair of wild boars, mighty tusks glinting in the reduced light, an enormous snake with hundreds of bones jutting through remnants of broken scales and flesh, and a mound of tawny fur, a saber-toothed tiger by the looks of it, 
based on its razor-sharp incisors that are now exposed in one last snarl of impotent rage. Each creature is peppered with crossbow bolts. Other bolts lie scattered around the bodies, and even more cover the giant tree, giving it the appearance of growing bristle-like branches. Huh. So how, so, okay, so we basically pass through this maze, and there's a, how big is this, what are we calling, like a courtyard? Yeah, it's like a courtyard. It's uh, probably a little shy of uh, 15 feet from side to side. Squarish. Okay. And, and are the crossbow bolts all from the same direction or? Yeah. Since you, why don't you roll me like an investigation? That'd be a 21. 21. Um, so it's clear based on where the crossbow bolts are at and where the creatures are at that that someone herded or dragged these creatures to the center of the maze, trapped them, and just rained crossbow bolts down upon them. And it's hard not to feel sorry for the beasts. And you know if Brokos were here, he would be very angered by the senseless and cruel nature of this killing. Am I above them at this point? Hey, Brokos, you should come down here. And be enraged by this senseless killing. So you're above, uh, but you can't really see because of this tree that's sure. uh, kind of shading the courtyard. You can certainly go down. Yeah, can I drop down on my web or my mm-hmm. spindle there? Slowly. Sure. I'm just going to slowly like create almost like a a presence over Alar, so he can just feel this, me coming above him. Uh, okay. I block out the rest of the light. Nice. So you managed to lower yourself down. We'll say at the sort of the the entrance to this uh, center courtyard okay. in the maze. And, uh, you know, so you're not running into branches and things like that. Yeah. Uh, but you're able to see uh, what happened here. Um, creatures um, have long been dead, but obviously they were... Um, here to serve as part of the, you know, as an obstacle for whoever might be trying to get through the maze. But uh, at some point, someone felt they had outlived their usefulness and just killed them. Can I tell what kind of snake this is? It is a, a snake, large. Have I seen this before? Uh, it's possible, not probable. It's a large constrictor-like snake, like a boa constrictor. Um, and a saber tooth, you said, right? Yep. You know why I'm asking, right? Uh, no, I don't know why you're asking. Oh. Uh, well, just because... <laughs> but the snake is long dead, you. man. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You're, so you're going to be the, a skeletal snake. No, I'll have to be able to. I can see a dead snake too. I could make. I can make out of it. It doesn't have to be a live animal. Yeah. yeah. But this was. Yeah. This was. This was here for your benefit. So. Thank you. Oh, that's so and, sweet. And the toad. If you didn't catch on to that. Yeah. Yeah. I got right. that. Yep. That's a good one. <laughs> so so I, I'm going to carefully move to the scoreyard, checking for traps. Uh, okay. Is there, is there a, another exit on the other side? Uh, yeah, there is an exit on the other side. Um, and after 
Brokos, you know, I'm crawl back up my web to the top. Goes back up to his web. Uh, he meets you on the other side. You can see his uh, filament uh, hanging down in front of you, and he starts to lead you uh, through the rest of the maze. Mm. You uh, kind of disturbed by what you saw. Um, but the smell is, you know, as you get farther away, lessening, which is a, a positive thing. Um, you know, you finally feel like you're making progress. Uh, but the narrow pathways with the overgrown hedges looming overhead start to affect your mood. A sense of dread starts to creep in. But then you arrive at the exit. A large latticework arbor with a sign that reads, Congratulations, Challenger, covers the egress. Its thick coating of overgrown vines almost obscures the fact that there's another set of iron bars blocking your exit. Spikes again? Yep. Okay. Same deal. 15 foot, though, the same? The lever is 15 foot? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 10 and a half feet. <laughs> So, so literally, there's another like looking through. There's another plinth with another lever. Yeah, no, it's on this side, so you're okay. you're good. You're uh, you're on the right side of it. Okay, okay. So we go. I'll go check that lever just to see if it is also trapped. Or okay. Yanking it since it's on our side. Uh, yeah. You look at it. It doesn't. There are no obvious traps to it. Uh, the only thing that seems strange is. This overgrown arbor being here, um, you don't know what purpose it serves other than to hold a sign, I guess, that says, congratulations, you've made it maybe out of this level. Um, don't know. Huh. I don't trust mm, it. Indeed, yeah. So I'm going to tie. I get, get out my rope, and then I'm going to tie... Uh, tie it around the uh, lever and then go, right. over, go over next to the gate. Okay. Are you getting out from underneath the arbor and pulling it? Is that your goal? Yeah. Okay. So the, this arbor is just over the plinth with the lever. Yep. Okay. Yeah. We should all come over here. I think it's a, something's not right. All right. So you tie a rope off successfully and back out of the arbor um, and you give it a good yank and the lever uh, engages, the bars begin to retract into the ground, but then you hear another noise, many small somethings hitting the foliage at high speed and you see something fall to your feet, a tiny little metal dart like a needle covered with that same greenish like substance okay so you manage to avoid the trap and you emerge from the twisted maze thankful to make it out alive brokos i don't know where you're at still overhead or yeah coming down so it's basically the same uh, when you came in, there's a like a sunken courtyard and there's a stairway left and right that goes up to another walking path and appears to be some, you know, grassy area up top again. 
Well, we wait for Brokos to come down. I go grab my rope, put it back away, and then okay, go check out, go to the, the gate. You walk through the gate. Are you going up to the terrace, up the stone stairs? Yeah. Okay. You walk through a grassy open space dotted with small bushes and arrive at a moat that appears to span the width of this entire level. Murky water once again lies below, but the smell here is different, less stagnant, but not quite pleasant. You see an arched alcove on the other side of the moat and deep within that alcove, you think you see another metal clad door. A rickety looking bridge of planks straddles the moat and you also see handholds that lead down into the water. It seems, once again, you have a choice to make. Well, I'm still on the ceiling, right, the whole time? So I'm just going to walk over to the where the, is there the door or the other end where the wall meets the sky? Because it comes down, I'm guessing, yeah? Mm-hmm. Like the dome does? I'll just, is there any kind of contraption, any kind of trap that I see from above? Uh, you actually Like the swinging hammer? Yeah, you don't see anything on this side, no. So how wide is this moat? Um, let's see. Did I put that in here? I think it's about 15 feet wide. So not is quite it, as wide as the pond on the opposite side. Um, it's equally murky. You don't know what's lying beneath it, beneath the surface. Is there any grass or soil or anything below the wall where it meets it or just the water meets the wall water meets the wall okay yep it's like stone on both sides of here Brokos, why don't you drop us a rope and we'll swing across with great flair or or i can just hold on to the spinner spin the you know, mm-hmm. the web. Oh, oh, now you guys want to grab my web, huh? I already said I was fine oh. with it and from the very beginning. I will, I will drop down my web. I'm guessing it has some pretty good tensile strength. Um, and I will walk over to – Is so the door's on the ground or is it up in the, up above the top at, at where it meets the ceiling? Oh, I sort of lost you there. You well, you know how like we last time we had to go down. A, there was a wall. We were at the top yeah. of the wall. Is it the same idea? Exact same kind of on the other side here? No, it's actually just a, a like a recessed kind of like a little hallway uh, in stone, and you can see a door. Uh, you probably actually can't even see it because yeah, you're above. you're up above. Um, but you do. You would be able to as you're approaching. You would be able to see that there is a like an arched. Um, you know, some kind of exit there or path. Well, I don't know what kind of strength I have to hold people, you know, if they swing on my web. That's the only question. I so, guess we're going to find out, right? Right. Well, can, <laughs> can I attach it to the ceiling? The other end of the web? Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to say, yeah. Too. I don't know I mean, much about your web stuff. Well, it's it's like a spider web, so yeah, I spiders would so. crawl up webs and stuff. Yeah. But I'm just going to attach it to the ceiling because I'm afraid I'll just get, you know, Craig is ready to jump, and then oh, here I go down. <laughs> <laughs> right on top of him. 
Yeah. I'm guessing Kragar doesn't want to be crushed by a spider today. Yeah. No. You don't want to be impaled on a bunch of spikes under so, the water. Yeah. And then I will, you know, kind of just go over to the closest to the side where it meets, where I can go towards the, where the wall meets the ceiling. Okay. Dome, I guess, you know. Uh, it sounds like a, a solid plan. Um so as you are preparing, attaching your web to the ceiling and all of this is happening, um, you hear a familiar noise. The distant sound of one of the labyrinth's door mechanisms being activated. Mm. Suddenly you also hear voices, laughter, and another voice, somewhat subdued. What are you going to do? We all hear this? Yep. And where's it coming from? Yeah, where's it it's coming from? from within this alcove. So across the moat towards. Yep. <laughs> Is there some place that we can hide? Yeah, so there are some bushes around here um, that you can hide behind. Um, I, I would say if uh, Brokos stirred closer to the edge the yeah. far side of this that he would be out of out of view i hide okay why don't you guys roll me a stealth all the people on the ground i'm just going to assume that yeah brokos is going to be fine 24 for me okay good job Craigar is smiling or crying. I can't tell. You're the rogue. I know. I yeah, you're the rogue. I'll say stealth. I got a 10. Mm. <laughs> okay. Yikes. I got a 9. Nice. Yikes. Oh. Okay. But so, don't you, you have a disadvantage. I do, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. see. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, so the guy just, who wants the most attention <laughs> <laughs> is the best at getting away from it. That could be a metaphor for your career, I guess. Hey, now. <laughs> uh, went there. So you guys do manage to hide. It's just basically ducking behind some bushes. And, you know, between that and the laughter and the noise of the door mechanism being activated, um, you're able to scamper away. Uh, and you think without being noticed. Um, two men slight of build, one with the wiry muscle of youth and the other older, with gray hair and a noticeable limp, appear dragging a third man who is bound and hooded. You can hear the muffled voice of the third man as he quietly pleads with his captors, but the others just shake their heads and laugh. The man with the burlap sack over his head offers no resistance as the two smaller men lead him by the elbows to the edge of the moat. They look down in the water. One of them whistles. They take another couple of looks up and down the moat, shrug at each other, and then without warning, shove the bound man into the dark water. He lets out a brief shout before sinking below the murky surface. The men take one last look at their victim thrashing in the water before turning back to the door. Can I see them? Yeah, I would like, I I feel like I want to interrupt things before Mm -hmm. they get that far. (laughs) You you definitely could. I mean, all of this is kind of happening, and they're sort of rushing back to get to this uh, door, which is ratcheting closed. Um, so I'm not sure if you would be in range to do anything. Uh, Dude, how far away is it? 
from where? Uh, you are probably a good uh, 15 feet above and maybe 5 or 10 feet behind them. So I've got a 30-foot range on my web. Sweet. Okay. So well, yeah, yeah. if you allow me, I'm going to shoot a web at one get with the guy, if I can see them. I don't know, you know, without visualizing the enclave, I don't know if I'm within that angle. All right. Well, um, and I, I guess I don't have a good I don't have a good sense of the layout here, but if we're just hiding behind some bushes and these two guys are coming out with a person, I mean, I would like want to shoot him with a crossbow. All right, I, I would say you're within crossbow range. Do we recognize either of the two men? You do not recognize them, but they do seem somehow familiar. Um, you know, slight do they bear any symbols or crests? Uh, no symbols or crests. They seem to be uh, dressed rather plainly, like they are trying to blend in. Um, but they have sort of the, you know, the mannerisms of people you've seen before. Hmm. So I got a twenty-two to hit on my web. Okay, and you are shooting at one of them, I guess, the one that. You can pick one or two, I guess. You know, okay. it's, it's your call. I'm going to shoot at, at them to just throw them in a web, and they are restrained. All right. So I'll say that you hit the uh, second guy, the one with the limp, who was trailing a little bit farther behind his comrade and managed to restrain him. He lets out a uh, little bit of a yelp as he's suddenly encased in this sticky web, and uh, he's looking around confused. Um, I want to shoot the other guy from with the you know from the bush, try to get a surprise attack on him. Okay. And you pop up and you take your shot. Okay. Um, so that's a twenty-five to hit. That will be a hit. So I would get sneak attack on that. Um, my crossbow. I'm just going to look something up while you're figuring out how much right. damage you do to this poor. And Jerry, you can roll if you're trying to get as an action to get out of it, you know. Okay. All right. So that'd be a 20 points of damage. 20 points of damage. So you send your crossbow bolt flying. Uh, the other guy's restrained. Uh, just as he yelps, uh, the younger man spins around to see what, what the disturbance is and takes a crossbow bolt right in the chest, uh, which sends him staggering back. Um, at that same moment, um, you hear a loud gasp as the struggling man in the water manages to right himself, and he stands erect in the foul liquid, his head and the tops of his bony shoulders just barely poking out of the water. He fights to breathe through the wet hood, but finally seems to calm himself. His head turns one way, then another, almost as if he's listening for something. As you are processing what you're seeing and trying to figure out how to deal with these two men, um that you've uh, encased in web and shot with a crossbow bolt, 
You notice movement at the far end of this channel. A long, smooth wave ripples through the otherwise still water. Small protrusions suddenly break the surface, followed by an enormous, thickly scaled body. It moves with deadly purpose toward the man who somehow senses his sudden danger and begins to scream. And that is where we'll leave it. That's a much better cliffhanger right there. That is a better cliffhanger. Yeah, than trying to climb a wall. But, uh, wow, yeah, I thought you might let these guys go. Um, but I like no. the web thing. Well, I figured you'd track them down later, but uh, I like the web, uh, you know, being able to shoot that from a distance. Uh, and I didn't cool. expect you to be in spider mode at any point in this, but. Uh, Always expect the spider now. Yeah, I thought for one sure of the most versatile animals that I can turn into. Yeah, no, it's, it's very handy. And uh, I think leading people through the maze, that was that was yeah. pretty smart. That was good. Yeah. And just visually, it's such a beautiful creature. <laughs> Spiders are awesome. Yeah, they are. Uh, yeah, no. Can you be a giant golden orb weaver? I don't, it just says giant spider. There's a giant spider and a giant wolf spider. It doesn't say what kind of spider the other one is. The answer is yes, yes, I guess. In my mind. All in the imagination, right? Yeah. You have to say, I mean, what type of giant spiders exist, right? Yeah. I am poisonous. So is that kind of spider poisonous, Michelle? Um, No, it's not. Oh, yeah. Well, aren't all spiders poisonous to some extent? Maybe just not to people, right? Sure. Yeah. Who, who knows? Uh, you are a very beautiful spider. We I are am. convinced of that. Yeah. Uh, and it definitely has come in handy in the past and now. So, uh, yeah, that's, it's a pretty cool thing. And uh, you've used it to your advantage in a number of cases, and especially this episode. I think it came in really handy. Um, stumbling around the maze for a while wouldn't have been fun, but you... Um, Made it through. Made it easy. And I had no what idea could be what under you the were water. I have no idea. A giant trout, obviously. <laughs> Scaled. That's what it yeah. is. Scaled something. Scaled protrusion. So, so a giant, a giant bass. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see next time. All right, we will. Yeah. Hey. Well. Good job, everybody. Yeah. And uh, we will see you all next time. And until then, have a safe and enjoyable week. Okay. All right. Yes. See you guys. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. We hope you're enjoying our adventure. To show your support for this podcast, please leave a rating or review on your preferred podcast app. Also, be sure to check us out at DungeonPatrol.com.